No one wants to be a quitter. So what we do is we quit, and then we tell a story to ensure that the people around us don't really think we're a quitter. That way we are enabled to do some more quitting. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So sometimes I start these episodes with something goofy, but today I started with truth. I really nailed you in the beginning, didn't I? And obviously we're talking about quitting because I think I hacked quitting. I love to dive into the human mind. I really do like to do research on nutrition, research on proper movements for workouts. I really love that stuff, but I really like psychology. I really like the way you guys think because I think if I can get into your mind and figure out why you're quitting so much, if I can figure out some of your weaknesses in your mind and your mindset... I, th- I think I become a much better coach. I think I get better results with the clients that work with me. I think my program becomes a program where more people achieve their long-term result than don't because there's not that many out there like that. And so uh, that's why I invest so much into this, figuring this out, why we quit and, and the mental side of your health and fitness. Now, this isn't just going to be diving into the science of quitting. I, at the, uh, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say the end. I'm also going to tell two stories. First, I'm going to talk about quitting, what it is, when we quit, and why we quit. And then I'm going to tell two stories uh, about two real people that quit, and I hacked into it. I figured it out. And uh, I want to tell those stories because you might be able to relate, and it might help you. And so I think it's important for me right now, though, to define quitting because we're in a stage in this world, especially in the United States, where quitting is an option, but we don't really call it quitting. It's like, well, I didn't want to do it anymore. My finger hurt. (laughs) And so like we won't say the word quit. We won't won't say that I am ready to quit and fail and miss out on on my exciting result that I was going for. We don't want to say that. And so I thought instead of like me defining quitting, like this is what quitting is and this is when it shows up in your life. No, I didn't want to do that today. I wanted to go to a website. And so what I did is I went to a Merriam-Webster dictionary website and I wanted to pull up uh, the definition of quitting, what they had, so that you guys can't be like, oh yeah, that's what you think, Spencer. No, this is the definition of quitting. To cease, uh, uh, to cease necessary or expected action. To admit defeat, to give up. That's what they said the definition of quitting is. Now, nowhere in that definition does it say, well, the sun got in my eyes. Well, it's the busy time of year at work. Well, I couldn't afford it. It didn't say any of that. It says when you cease the necessary actions. So if you have a career goal and you cease the necessary actions to achieve that career goal, then you're not going to achieve that career goal. If you, person, guy, that tells me they want muscular arms, it takes going to the gym or, or dumbbells at home. You have to do workouts with those things. And if you don't, you're quitting. Well, no, I don't want that goal anymore. Well, okay, you're quitting on that goal. You said you wanted it, now you don't. That's quitting. That's what quitting is. And I think that's important for us to define today because we quit so much. 
We are becoming a nation, a world of quitting, and we can't do that anymore. We can't be so comfortable. We have to go through the pain so that we get to the exciting result and, and live the life that we truly thought we were going to live when we were growing up and we were dreaming of the way we were going to be. When we were five years old, thinking about what am I going to be like when I'm an adult? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's what I like to stop and think about. When I, was, when I was eight, what were my goals? What did I think I was going to become? Life changes, we know that, but there are you have some controllables. So that's what is quitting. Next is when do we quit? And then I'm going to talk about why we quit and then get into those two stories. When do we quit? Here are the five spots that I found. You won't find this on Google or anything. This is what I found are spots that people quit. So if you're a little bit soft, like you don't have uh, mental toughness, you don't have too much of it, uh, you just stop when motivation is gone. Motivation never lasts ever, 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 ever. And so if we know that it doesn't last motivation, then you know that you're always going to quit because it doesn't last. You have to rely on your habits, not motivation. Number two is we quit when we approach a hurdle. So that first craving for pie, we eat it. (laughs) And then we quit. Well, I guess I can't do my nutrition plan because uh, there's pie on earth. And so since there's pie on earth, how do you expect me to follow this plan? Uh, there can be different hurdles. You know, the first invite out on a weekend, a really fun event that you don't want to miss out on. Uh, what are other hurdles? Busy. It's a busy time of year. I can't do it. You know, stuff like that. Hurdles are when we quit as well. Number three, when we quit is when we have the fear of missing out. FOMO. Well, uh, man, I've been doing so good for so long. Now I want to indulge. Now I want to give in to my thoughts that were like, oh, I miss that life that I used to have. That's number three. Number four is when we reprioritize. This one I don't understand yet. Hopefully I do someday, but like it's just like we change priorities. Health is important right now, and all of a sudden, it's not. Um, I quit. And maybe that's related to like boredom. Maybe I should have said that's when people quit, because that's true. So let's call it reprioritize slash boredom. And then number five is when we get comfortable. So sometimes people do get a result. They hit, they you know get to a number that they like or they get to a comfortable health spot like, hey, I ditched my medications and then they quit. They still end up quitting. They like did well then quit. And then they end up back at square one in like nine months. And so those are the different reasons that we quit. That's when we quit. Uh, why we quit I had some different answers, but I boiled it down to one because I I had three answers, but they were all pretty much describing this. Short-term comfort. That's why we quit. When we don't have motivation anymore, it's comforting to quit. When we have the fear of missing out, it is short-term comforting to enjoy 12-pack of bush lights with the buddies and, and throw away your health goals after that. It's the short-term comfort, and that's what you have to battle with. Okay, so that's what is quitting, when we quit, and why we quit. Now let's dive into two real-life stories, two stories of people that actually quit, and I hacked into it. One of them was on accident, and then one of them actually was hacking into quitting. I was trying to help the person, but I was actually figuring out quitting so that I could help people in the future. So number one story is about a woman. Number two is about a guy. So number one, uh, this the reason she was quitting 
uh, was a busy time. It had to do with her career. So she did well. Uh, she lost 20 plus pounds. This has been a number of years ago for both of these stories. So I can't remember their exact stats, but she lost 20s, like just over 20 pounds. And uh, she had done a number of programs. That's what she told me when uh, she signed up. I've done this, 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 this. So if you save me, you're the master. And when she came in, I think she was surprised at the attention to detail. I think she was very appreciative of the accountability because she said she was missing on accountability and didn't couldn't find it. There were things that promised accountability and it just it they, she didn't get it. She wasn't getting much at all. And so I did give that to her and I think that's why she did achieve 20 plus pounds of weight loss. Um and she was very complimentary. Uh she was she was really nice and, and like I said she was doing really well. And then she kind of got in and out on her habits. She was letting ba bad habits come in. So maybe she got comfortable or something. And uh, she was more of an in and out client. She was still holding on to her good results, but all of a sudden she was no longer performing the way she was. And uh, kind of just hanging on to that 20-ish weight loss, even though she wanted to lose another 20, 25 pounds. And then um, she fell off track a little bit harder. And then she messaged me saying that her company went through this major change. She was not going to have time for the workouts. You know, the steps were getting harder. And I was like, for my first gut reaction, I was reading her little write-up about quitting, about wanting to cancel, was like, these habits were kind of going the wrong way before you made this announcement. So... I'm surprised you're making this announcement and saying that's why. But her company went through this big change and she said that it was just so much responsibility that she couldn't do the workouts or the steps. So obviously that's why she had to quit. And so I said, okay, you don't have time. You know, I solidified it. You don't have time for the workouts and steps, right? No, I don't. I'm sorry, uh, man. I wish I could keep this going. I'm like, let's only work on nutrition then. Actually, I was like, are you still going to be eating during this time? Well, yeah. Well, let's work on nutrition. I can still get you to, we can still lose the next 20 pounds. I want you to work out. I want you to get steps. It makes it easier. It aligns with her muscle tone goal because you have to work out to get muscle tone. And, uh, but we can still get that 20 pounds just working on nutrition. Since you stated you're still going to eat <laughs> to live, let's work on nutrition. And I overcame it. She didn't know what to say. She was stuck. Okay. Uh, okay, you're right. And so nutrition went okay for the next couple of days and then she massively fell off track and she got really, really quiet. She wouldn't answer my questions. She wasn't uh, responding to check-ins, you know, stuff like that. And and she fell way off track. And then uh, she used some other bogus excuse later down the road. And I was like, I, if, how could I sense this coming? I sense that she was going to quit when she was kind of her bad habits were falling off. That's when I sensed it. And then she said, hey, it's because of my company. So that's why I'm quitting. And I said, well, let's not quit. And that's not the answer she wanted. And then she just forced it. She just stopped talking to me until it was just like, that's what she was doing was like, well, I haven't been doing it for two months. You know, that's that's the ammo she was collecting. She wanted more ammo against me. And I'm like, I guess you're right. You've literally done nothing for the last two months. So, okay, let's quit. That's what you did. So that's story number one. And this is okay. I really liked that I experienced these things. I'm not angry. I wasn't angry at the time. I just get a little bit sad that that uh, that this happens to people and they don't see it happening. This is kind of like awareness is is really low at this point. And so I, I learned about quitting that day. I was like, 
she made up her mind. I, I didn't believe that she had this major company change. The story, it just didn't align for me. I just, have you ever had somebody do that? They tell you a story and you're like, this doesn't line up. I don't know what's going on here. I, uh, why did I sense that you were going to make some announcement? And then you did. You know what I mean? How did I know this was coming? Based off your actions before you even said it. And so, and so that was really, really interesting to me. I was like, she quit a while ago and she was trying to figure out how to get out and not call herself a quitter. She wanted the story to land. Well, guess what? I, uh, you know, the company did an organizational change in it. I got more responsibility and that's why, duh, see, I'm not a quitter. And I called it out and it kind of revealed really what she was thinking and she just wanted to stop. She was not intending on figuring out how to make this a lifestyle and lose the weight and keep it off. She wasn't. She wasn't. She wanted to start and stop. And so story number two uh, came after this story. So I've been, there's been other small stories and I've studied quitting and, and stuff like that before. And, and I really like to look into the psychology. This guy, story number two is about a guy. I really tested him and I was never mean. I was never rude, but I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I wanted to figure it out. And so uh, this guy, he he started off slow. Uh, this guy, I man, I still feel really bad because his health is in a bad spot. This is, this is a very large man. And this is someone who is too young to be having the health concerns that he has. It was... It was the type of person that like, man, if you're in my field and they sign up, like you really are like, man, I really hope that this person sticks with it because I know they just keep starting and stopping and never making much ground. And then they just get back right back to square one. They feel bad. And so they stay there. And then they tell this, themselves a story that it's just meant to be. I'm just big for life. And it's not true. It's a fake story that you make up in your mind. And so it was that type of client that I had. I still, as I'm thinking of the story, I, uh, you know, I'm still kind of getting, uh, I'm not going to like cry, but still getting kind of, I'm feeling those emotions coming back. And so what happened is he had a slow start. He, uh, he had so much to overcome that it was just a slow start and he, he had a hard time adapting to the new lifestyle. But then he started getting some wins. He started reaching some lows on the scale. He was doing more workouts. He was getting more steps, like averages were coming up. We were starting to, you know, do well on on some of his habits. And I really thought, okay, if he just paces it like this and takes it step by step, eventually he's going to get there. And I'm excited for him. And then, you know, weekends started to fall off. Well, he had a bad weekend and then he'd get right back on track. And I'm like, okay, that was a little blip on the radar, but... Uh, he's back on track. I'm not too worried about him because now here he is making some more progress. Well, the the weekend happened again. And then he then he started to struggle on the Mondays after the weekends. Then it was like Monday and Tuesday. And then it was his steps were getting lower. Well, now he's missing more workouts again. And uh, we're just going, uh, you know, the other direction here. And so I, I feel like I'm a good coach and I always call out people's strengths like, hey, you're really good at this. I, I like to say that as a coach. And I also like to identify their weaknesses. And so sometimes people get into a phase where they need their uh, weaknesses identified. And so that's what I do. I said, hey, you're letting these bad habits back in. This does not align with your goal. We need to change that so that we align with your goal, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, you know, fast forward maybe a couple more weeks. Hey, um, uh, this one was a financial 
So even though he said he was having some work change, it was, well, I, I can't afford it anymore. Now, this is something uh, when I worked at the gyms, people would use. It was way more common because you can't prove it. I'm not going to pull, I'm not, they won't show me their checking account. <laughs> they won't, uh, you know, let me log in and, and uh, help them uh, reprioritize their finances so that they forever, you know, pay for a coach or pay for a gym membership. No, they're not going to do that. So because I can't see it or because your gym manager can't see your finances, that's why people use that excuse. Well, you know, we have some expenses coming up. We all have expenses coming up. We're going to have to fix our car at some point. We have to pay for gas to move in our vehicle. We have a mortgage or rent. Like these are, (laughs) you know, uh, and so... Anywho, and so because his habits were already falling off uh, and he used the financial reason, I just kind of grit my teeth because he sent it as a message as well. I just kind of grit my teeth. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't believe him. I don't believe him that like work adjusted and now he's having some financial issues. I don't believe him. I'm like, you know what? I told myself I am going to try to one, I'm going to try to help him, keep him from quitting because that would be awesome, right? If you have somebody that has the health that this guy had, that's a good thing to do. And I'm also going to test quitting. I'm also going to hack it. I'm going to get into this. And so I said, man, that is so unfortunate. You know what I would like to do for you, person? Oh, what is that? Let's do it for free. That's what I offered him. I said, let's do my program for free. And his, his message back to me was very interesting. No, I couldn't do that to you. I can't waste your time. You know, you, you deserve the money that you get. You're such a great coach. No one, no one helped me out like you have and taught me so much. And, uh, and that was his response. And I said, it's up to me on whether I charge you or not. Let's do this for free. We need to continue to work on this, don't you think? Yeah, you're right. And so, okay, well, he didn't know how to get around that. So he was like, yeah, you're right. Let's do this. Let's do this. And so zero days after that, we're on track. Weird. Now, this guy never said he had time issues. Actually, what happened was he he was going to be limited hours which I found out was actually very temporary, but he was going to be limited hours. So actually he had more time. If he was going to be limited hours at his work, he now has more time and I'm not charging him. And he had zero on track days after that. And so I said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait him out. Uh, You know, I'm not charging him money. So I don't feel like I have to reach out to him. And I was going to wait for him. Zero days on track. Two weeks after we had talked and I said that we're not, uh, we're not going to charge you money and we're going to keep working on your health. He, he just said, uh, I, I'm not going to do this. That's what he basically said. I think he had some other bogus excuses, but the excuses I realized were just coming in like hotcakes now. They were coming in quicker than ever for this guy. And they were bogus. So every time I stomped an excuse for both of these clients, they still found a way to quit because simply they wanted to quit. And that is what you have to figure out, people. That right there is what you have to figure out. You have to find a way to keep going. If you do want the lifestyle, which many of you do, this these are the mind things that you have to overcome. And I'm so happy that I, I had these two experiences because now I know what holds people back and that my coaching starts before somebody signs up with me. 
because I know they need to take action. And then my coaching continues when somebody says, I want to be done. And those are the two most underrated coaching points in my industry. Every coach knows that they need to coach somebody through workouts and nutrition and hold them accountable, answer their questions. Even a mediocre coach knows that. But this is the X factor. Getting somebody started that doesn't want to start and keeping somebody from quitting when you know they're just going to start from square one again down the road. I hope these two stories help that even though your mind's going to tell you that some of these excuses pop up, there's always a, a way to keep going. I've seen too many people keep going. I've seen myself myself overcome some of these. I've seen clients who who thought they were the quitters. You know, I've seen the opposite where people thought they were quitters and uh, they overcame this and they've continued on because they corrected their mind. I've hacked quitting and I know that it's bogus. And that's that's what I want you to come away with from this episode. I really hope this helps. You solve this, you solve a lot. Spencer, signing off.